everybody. I am Jake with Mission 4110, and this is your Monday morning moment. Well, this past weekend in Sugar Creek was the Swiss Festival. So for those of you that don't know, the Swiss Festival is a celebration of all things Swiss heritage. Sugar Creek is called the Little Switzerland of Ohio, and so they celebrate this by having a festival over the weekend. And it is a great time for people to come out and just enjoy the community that is Sugar Creek. It's kind of almost like a homecoming. So you're walking through the crowds and you're seeing people that you know and you're talking to everybody, you're catching up with everybody. But occasionally there is this person that comes along that you're like, uh, I know them, I don't want to talk to them. So you kind of do the little duck out or, you know, you look around, look at the other direction, look at the ground, start talking to the person that you're walking with, acting like you have no idea what is going on around you. And for those of you that were at the Swiss Festival, you may be thinking, I wonder if he did that to me. Well, that's my little secret. I'm not going to tell. But anyway, for those of you that weren't at the Swiss Festival or have no idea what I'm talking about when it comes to the Swiss Festival, don't kid yourself because you know for a fact that there are people out there where you're like, man, I'm going to see this person and they all they're going to do is they're going to talk about how wonderful they are, how great they are, all the amazing things that they've done. And that's all they're going to talk about. It's going to be all about them not about me. They're arrogant. They're selfish. I don't want to have anything to do with that. Well, it's amazing because the book of James actually talks about this. It's a short, short little snippet from the book. It's, it's a very, very short passage. It's about six chapter or six verses long, but yet it speaks volumes to not only the world and James's time, but honestly about our time as well and the world that we live in today. So let me read, and then I'm going to explain it. This is James chapter 3, starting in verse 13. He says, Who is wise and understanding among you? By his good conduct, let him show his works in the meekness of wisdom. But if you have bitter jealousy and selfish ambition in your hearts, do not boast and be false to the truth. This is not the wisdom that comes down from above, but is earthly, unspiritual, demonic. For where jealousy... For where... For where jealousy and selfish ambition exist, there will be disorder in every vile practice. But the wisdom from above is first pure, then peaceable, gentle, open to reason, full of mercy and good fruits, impartial and sincere. And a harvest of righteousness is sown in peace by those who make peace. Basically what James is saying is there's two types of wisdom. There's earthly wisdom, and then there's godly wisdom. Or... There's false wisdom, and then there's true wisdom. Now, false wisdom comes from this place of, of selfish ambition and, and jealousy, of, of bitter envy. It's basically saying that, you know, I see the world around me. I'm not a fan of it because it doesn't involve me, and it's going to involve me, and I'm going to make sure that it involves me because I'm all, it's all I'm going to do. I'm going to focus solely on me, not you. You don't matter. It's just me, 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 me. And then, true wisdom is a true mark of humility and meekness. If you think about humility, think about the word meekness. Now, Jesus actually talks about the meek in the Beatitudes. He says, um, blessed are the meek, for they will inherit the earth. What he's saying is, those that are humble will inherit the kingdom of heaven, the earth, the new earth that God is going to create someday in the future. He's saying that if you're humble, then guess what? You're going to inherit the earth. 
And, it, you know, it's hard for us to think about because humility really in, in this day and age and in James's time was kind of considered a bad thing. Nobody wanted to be humble. It meant that you were going to be a doormat, that people were going to walk all over you, that, that people were going to take advantage of you. I mean, they were going to try to take advantage of you. They were going to treat you differently because you had this humble attitude towards life. But the problem with that is, is that it's not really a bad thing. It's not at all. In fact, humility is what we need to strive for. Because when we're humble, we're saying, you know what? Yes, I have my own opinions. Yes, I have my own beliefs. But I'm not going to try to push them on you. I'm not going to try to make you believe what I believe. I'm not going to try really hard to make you feel like what I believe is the best way. And if you don't believe in, believe me, well, then you can get lost. What James is saying is that true wisdom puts all of your, your opinions and your, and your thoughts of how this world works and you, behind you. And you say, you know what? I'm going to do what it takes to be peaceable. Now, it doesn't mean I'm going to let people walk all over me. I'm going to be able to stand up for myself. I'm going to tell people, you know, hey, don't. Don't even try to take advantage of me. But I'm also not going to try to take advantage of others by forcing myself upon other people and forcing my opinions. You know, it's what he means when he says that false wisdom is earthly. It comes from this thought pattern of the earth. It comes from, you know, the, the thinking of humans around us from mankind. And then he says that it is unspiritual. It doesn't come from God. There's no way that it can come from God. And then he says that it's demonic. And honestly, selfish ambition and, and bitter envy or jealousy are tools of the devil. He uses them all the time to cause friction and chaos in, in relationship. But what James is saying is rather instead what we need to be we need to express is true wisdom. And here's eight markers of true wisdom. The first one is, the first one is pure. You have to be pure. You have to be righteous. You have to be, you know, able to look around you and say, you know what, I see all this going on and I don't need to be a part of it. The second marker is peaceable, which means you're searching out peace. You're trying to find peace, not only in your own life, but in the world around you. And not only are you trying to find it, you're trying to create it. Second is gentle. You know, you're not going to sit there and try to force your way into people's lives by, by talking about you, 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 you all the time. You're going to, you know, sit there and say, you know what? Okay, here we go. Let's listen. Let's, let's be open to what's going on around us. Next, he says, open to reason, which means you're going to listen to other people's opinions. I mean, I don't know how many times when I was in, in, in college getting my bachelor's degree, we had to do group work and you know, I was seemed to get stuck with that one person that's like, you know what? This is my idea. We're going to run with it. And if you don't like it, you can... I'll stop there. Anyway, that's the complete opposite. You have to be open to reason. You have to be open to logic. You have to be open to listen to what other people have to say. And then he says, full of mercy and good fruits, which means you're full of, you're ready to go out there and, and to, to help people. You're, you're going to have compassion for people. Because of that compassion you have for people, the good fruits will follow. The people will see that what you are doing is good. It, there's a lot of positive feedback from what you're doing. Next, he says that they have to be impartial, which means you're not full of yourself. You know, you're open to everything. You're open to other people's thoughts and ideas. And finally, sincere, which means you have to be gentle. Or you have, not gentle, you have to be 100% genuine. Genuine was the word I was looking for, not gentle, but that's still a part of it. But you have to be genuine. People have to see the true you. They have to know who you are. 
And then he says, there's going to be a harvest of righteousness, which means that God, we're going to be open to God's will. We're going to be out there doing what God wants us to do. And as followers of Christ, that means we're out there being the hands and the feet of Jesus. And finally, he says, we'll be able to make peace. We're going to find peace in our life. Yes, there is false wisdom all around us. I mean, we can see it everywhere because it's causing all of these things like divisiveness in our, in our lives. It's, it's, causing, it's causing factions to break off. I mean, all you have to do is look around. You're going to see the effects of false wisdom. Not only, I mean, look at our political scheme, our political scene, our social media feeds, and our own personal lives. Even the church is finding itself to be a victim of this false wisdom. Because you can see it in the division that is being created everywhere around us. But instead, we need to have true wisdom, godly wisdom, wisdom that comes from our Father above that says, you know what, I see your differences. I, I'm okay with that because it, you're allowed to have differences. But I'm not going to agree with you. It doesn't mean that I have to agree with you. But I'm also not going to use it as a way to make sure that we are divided with each other. Let's pray. Father, I pray that you just fill us with true wisdom, the wisdom that we need to understand that that you are the wisdom that we need to understand that the world around us is full of false wisdom. But instead of falling prey to it, like we're sometimes apt to do, help us to rise above it and to be humble and not to let people think that our humility is a way to take advantage of us, but rather our humility is a way to show the world that there is another way, a different way, your way. Lord, I just pray that you be with everyone this week as they go on and, and live their lives, and may they be an example of you to the world around them. Amen. Everybody, I hope you guys have a great week. It was great seeing you. We'll see you right here next Monday. Until then, take care, and God bless. Thanks for listening to today's Morning Moment. It is my hope that today's devotional has inspired you. And if it has, can you do me a favor and share it? And then just take a few minutes and rate the podcast as well. These two things will help me immensely to reach more people and to help them to experience the gospel of Jesus Christ like never before. Also, don't forget to subscribe so that you can get the podcast when it releases. If you'd like more Mission 4110, check us out on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram. And once again, thank you for joining us on the Mission 4110 podcast. Take care and God bless.